0: Learn more online at MediaMakingChange.org. I'm Rachel Miller Howard. On today's show, we're joined by Julie Mancini, who is the Executive Director of College Possible. The organization supports low income students in the college admission process and coaches them through the higher ed experience.
1: Is phil bussy it's the nonprofit happy hour and x-ray fm i am very happy to be joined in the studio by julie mancini who's executive director for college possible how are you doing
2: i'm doing good how are you doing good
1: good college possible uh helps prepare low-income high school students to go through college admissions process is that correct that's correct it's, it's so that's
2: summed up very well very easily <laughs> and it's more intricate than that but
1: right i was gonna say it it, it sounds it's very easy to say but it's very Uh, difficult and very individualized process. Mm -hmm. Um, Let's start with some numbers and some stats. Uh, How many students is College Possible working with?
2: We're in our sixth year and we have 520 um, high school students in six local high schools um, in East County. We have 490 students who are now in college and being coached for s- up to six years during co- during college, and we have one hundred and fifty students in um, our statewide initiative, which is Eastern Oregon, Umatilla, and um, other schools, and up Route Thirty to Rainier and Clatskanie and Saint Helens.
1: And and four hundred and ninety students currently in college.
2: Yes, that's, that's a lot. I mean, that's, that's an a lot. that's an
1: entire uh, liberal arts schools. Uh, first-year class
2: yes and we have five senior coaches we have five college coaches who connect, tech connect to our college students to help them through the processes and their issue and sort of roadblocks that they may hit in college
1: I want to get to that I want to let's first uh, talk about getting the students into college Um, why are these students needing help getting into college that's a that's again a simple question that's gonna have a complex answer
2: let me give you the birth of College Possible. Some philanthropists um, were sitting around and decided that East County was missing out on availability of, of organizations to work with children and, or with students. And they, re- they decided they didn't have to reinvent the wheel. College Possible started in Minneapolis 17 years ago. It then went to Milwaukee in 2006. Then Omaha were the fourth city. We asked them to come out here. Um, Jim McCorkle our CEO and yet we are totally locally grown all of our funding is done here Um, and we started at David Douglas and Park Rose and Gresham we added three more high schools in East County we're now in Madison which is our one Portland Public Schools and what we felt is these kids have several barriers to get from where they are now to get into college and part of that is no modeling part of that is first generation um we deal with low-income kids who don't have the resources that someone like your kid or my kid is going to have available to them
1: yeah i mean and and you, you just touched on a couple of different things one there is there's a, a a cultural element to this and then two there's an economic yes and those are two different and and as college possible as is trying to remove both of those barriers?
2: Well, you know, certainly senior senior in high school is spent um, dealing with financial packages on schools that have accepted them, applying to scholarships, um, we have one student who was waitlisted at a college, and then the coach called the college and said, uh, "You might want to know that she won a Gates scholarship." And they said, "Well, I think we'll take her off the waiting list because um, oh,
1: there's only about thirty of those in the no, country." No, there Is may be it? a thousand. Oh, there's a thousand. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. Okay. So it's
2: full undergraduate and full graduate. Okay. You know, and the process of her coach just the co- of you know it's a long application several essays and it's just making that available to students that might otherwise not know about it
1: right so this is far more than just an sat prep
2: well it, on the west coast and i didn't know this we do act prep okay. you're used to sat um and junior year is spent trying to raise the act scores there's a baseline test in october where um, a baseline um number is, you know, is realized. And then we do four practice tests with the um, students. And then last Saturday at seven o'clock in the morning, in the rain, we were all outside serving breakfast to all our students who went in for the real ACT test. And in the past, um, someone like Casey, who you already interviewed as a Skidmore prize winner, um, we have raised the ACT scores about 25-26% during that October to April time period.
1: That's remarkable. Yeah. Uh, I want to take even one more step back. How are students either finding out about College Possible or how are you finding out about these specific students?
2: Students apply to be in the program. We walk the halls. We talk about the availability of in sophomore year. We talk about the availability of joining College Possible by their junior year. But it has to be their decision. It's not us pinpointing students that we think would benefit. They have to write an essay. They have to get a teacher's recommendation. And then they're interviewed. Because it takes, to make a commitment to College Possible is two to four hours a week all through junior year and two to four hours a week all through senior year.
1: Um, what's the essay about?
2: Um, why they want why they want to come to college possible. What are their what are their goals? What do they want?
1: Do you review some of those essays? I don't. Oh, okay. I don't. I was gonna ask about some of the answers. Uh, and then two to four but hours. But maybe I will going forward. <laughs> uh, two to four hours each week and, and, and what that's you know, that's a commitment to almost commitment to like a sports program. What what is what are they doing in those two to four hours?
2: Um we start the year, junior year start with financial literacy. And there is a lot of preparation for what it means to go to a college. I mean, I remember uh, we use AmeriCorps near peer coaches, so their coaches are 22, 23 years old. Um, And there has to be a belief that I belong there, I deserve to go there, and I'm going to be successful there. So there's a lot of um, sessions around that, and then starting in November is pretty heavy into ACT prep.
1: Is there ever a, a, a fundamental questioning about college possible? Are, are any of the students ever saying like, "Wow, does higher education really even matter?"
2: Um. I once asked someone to join my board, and in front of my board chair, he said, I don't think everybody should go to college. And I said, well, I don't either. Um, what it is, is is students who choose to go to college and see this as a path that they want to pursue.
1: And, and um, I'm going I'm to skate right through some of the college stuff, and we'll, we'll come back to it. But 98% get in of your program? is yes. Do I have that statistic right? 98%. That's incredible.
2: Do 98% get in? 98% get in. What we're finding in the Oregon system is that a percentage of our students are starting at a community college um, because of money issues, because of a financial gap that's just too big for a four-year school. And so we would work with the community college students um, through the transfer um, process into okay. a four-year college. I mean,
1: that, that's a remarkable... In, when we are in a state that is has a surprisingly low... Graduation rate right. from high school. I mean, if if, if not, uh, the, the second lowest, worst. Second, we're, yeah. we're we're around the Alabama level, right. which is shocking. Um, how do you know that? How do I know that? Yeah. Uh, I've uh, you know I've I've have written a number of stories uh, for for newspapers and magazines. Okay. About it, and uh, I have a newspaper down in Southern Oregon, and we're in the Medford area, which is. Uh, the worst I mean two of the worst or the top ten worst in the country right. are medford and and it's it's um I think it's a real surprise when you look around the 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 Portland area and you see the long lines for brunch and you see the soaring housing prices it doesn't seem like this is a state where uh, that would have that uh, that entrenchant of an issue oh, that's right um, so it's remarkable that college possible has such a high success rate
2: well i s- what I've always said is we provide the canvas for the students to be successful. They do the work. So I was at a city council um, budget meeting the other night with a coach and a student. And when I let the student off um, I out of the car, I looked at his coach and I said, what motivates him? This is too hard. Um, he's being evicted. He lives far from the school that he's going to. Um, he's with us until 10 o'clock at night. And I said, what motivates him? Because this gets too hard. And the coach looked at me and said, he wants a better way. He wants a better way. He wanted to go to California. He's probably going to Colorado State.
1: Wow, that's a great school. (laughs) Yes. Let's talk about some of the success stories, because College Possible, like you said, started six years ago, which if you started in junior year, that would mean that some of your students are coming to, pushing towards the end of their college uh,
2: careers. Most of our students are finishing their third year. And we have one student who graduated from Portland State in three years and is coming back next year as a coach.
1: Oh, that's fantastic. Yeah. Uh, can you talk to me a little bit? I know that there's, there's, you have hundreds of students out there. Do you know this particular student?
2: I have met her, but I don't, you know, th- to finish Portland State in three years and then to decide to give back to the community because of the, how College Possible helped her, per, you know, pursue her dreams is, it's like full circle for us. That's, you know, that, that works well.
1: And then, and then next year's going to be a really big year uh, in terms right. of,
2: uh, next year we will, we'll, we sort of put the, um, with your foot to the pedal, um, we do give students six years to finish a college degree, so they they have a coach for up to six years. And if they drop, if they take time off from school, the coach is still with them to help them re-enter. Next year will be the first time we see what our graduation rate is.
1: It's exciting, and 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 like you said, there is support when the students not just to get into school, but to stay into school and to a, a, adapt.
2: Right. And the way this college coaches work, you know, we're not on those campuses. And the only campus we're on is Portland State because we have about 100 students there. And it's to help the students navigate the systems that are already in place in the college. Um, And it's, I think I've gotten it down to the success of this program is that the students realize someone has their back. Um, and when they feel feel safe enough that someone has their back, then they can open up different options for themselves. And it's you know, it's the thing of renewing scholarships, renewing financial aid, renewing fafsa, um steps that um, it helps to have someone hold your hand through. oh, walk absolutely through you with i
1: mean th- there's an incredible amount of of paperwork and bureaucracy that goes into. Uh, scholarships and, and into uh, supporting grants and, and and also making sure that the student's not putting him or herself into uh, falling into the trap of, of debt. That's going to be right. long-term right. debt, which can be uh, very damaging.
2: Um, we have, a, a, um, you're going to ask for a number and I don't have a number, but in um, guiding a student towards what college to accept, we're really conscious of not um, of 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 not going to a college where the gap is too big every year and coming out with too big a debt
1: this is the nonprofit happy hour on x-ray FM I am talking to Julie Mancini who's executive director for College Possible Julie you brought in a song
2: I did bring in a song but then I thought of two more songs yesterday um do you want to ask me why I brought in the song? I do
1: I'd love to hear that
2: first of all I was terrorized that I had to come up with a song Um Forever Young is a song that I play for my kids when it's their birthday. And so then I thought, okay, that's the song. One of my sons played it at his wedding because he's been hearing it since birth. But then last night I thought, well, I could have done Patty Smith, Jesus Died for Somebody's Sins But Not Mine. Um, and my son played um, Van Morrison last night. And I said, God I should have picked a Van Morrison Like Caravan or something But Forever Young is sort of um, The family song
1: Let's take a listen
3: May God bless and keep you always May your wishes all come true May you always Others and let others do for you, and may you build a ladder to the stars and climb on every strong and may you stay forever May your heart always be joyful. May your song always be sung, and may.
1: is the nonprofit happy or an ray fm i am phil bussey i'm talking to julie mancini who's the executive director for college possible we are, i want to talk about uh working with americorps coaches uh, pluses and minuses i mean you you get talent there but there is a turnover is that difficult that that uh this, the
2: what what it is what we have found in the last several years is that Um, and we use coaches in different capacities. There's coaches that are in the high school, there's coaches that are on the phone all day. Um, We have rural coaches that are tech-connected but go out to the schools once a month. And what we have found, at least in the three years that I've been there, is that junior coaches, almost 96 percent, decide to stay for the second year and see their students through senior year. And when you're interviewing them as a returner you know why. why are you coming back for a second year to see my see it through with my students so there that's where i come to the thing of someone has my back and someone's staying here for two years to guide me
1: and and i want to talk a little bit about funding as well um is there any state or federal funding i mean this is an investment these you are uh helping a young person uh you know, uh, develop their career, um, essentially become a taxpayer, and and is there funding of that? Sort? There
2: is funding of that, it, which is something very new to me in my background. Um, I have never used government fu- or gone for government funding, and yet um, the state has appropriated three hundred and fifty thousand over two years um, because of the inroads that we have made in um, in the schools and certainly our rural program. Yeah, it's not something I'm used to, using government funding.
1: Why, how, how is it different?
2: I'm used to a nonprofit succeeding based on a certain formula of revenue. And in Portland, um, a strong, sustainable organization would have 20% foundation money, 10% corporate money, and the rest in individual donors. So it just gives another stream of revenue that I have uh, never sought because certainly to make Any nonprofit sustainable, it has to be the individual donors um, maintaining a base of individual donors because foundations can change their mind, Um, the state could change its mind. Um, We have a very low corporate giving program, um, giving atmosphere, Um, but the sustainability of a nonprofit in Oregon depends on individual donors.
1: And, and for College Possible, I mean, well, one, for a new organization, it would seem to be, uh, well, is, is that either an easy sale because it's the new shiny object, or is it a difficult sale because it is not... Uh, tried intrude yet. And, and you're well, getting past that phase at this point. Yes.
2: And what we had is a base. I remember when I was interviewing for this job, I went to a friend who runs a foundation. I said, wait a minute, wait a minute. You gave them money the first year out. No foundation funds the first year out. And she said, based on the Minneapolis, Milwaukee, and Omaha um, sites, she said, look at the results. That's why we came in the first year. And personally, It's the easiest um, story that I've ever had to tell. I mean, if you see the executive director as a storyteller, I've always believed the nonprofits I work for added to the community. Um, This, I believe, is a student deciding to take a path that isn't readily available to them, pursuing it, and um, changing their own life. It's the easiest story I've ever told.
1: And, and, and now you are expanding statewide, or you have expanded statewide?
2: We have. It's our second year, so our seniors are graduating, and I'll give you those results at the end of June, how many have been accepted into um, college, how many are enrolling in college. And I call it a pilot program because I do think it's worth investigating the strengths of a tech-connected coaching session. It's, you know, it's certainly not the same as having your coach in a classroom four days a week. Our coaches are in the schools Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. They come into the office on Friday for training and preparing for the next week's lesson plan. And I will know more at the end of this year, um, the success of a Tech Connected and once a month in-person coach. But I'll really know is how many, how many of our students enroll in sophomore year of college. I mean who's accepted this year is one number who enrolls next year and starts college is another number who goes into their second year um, is a more defining number for success
1: right and each one of those those uh, has, has its own challenges yes um, expanding statewide uh, so you've expanded into Eastern Oregon yes and that's tricky these these are uh, low-density areas uh, to, to get to some of the areas. I mean, it's it's a three, four, five, six-hour drive from Portland.
2: Well, it makes me wonder, you know, when are we going to make the decision to go to Medford? Because um, <clears throat> our, our coaches, they're actually out in Eastern Oregon for this Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday. Um, but that's still reasonable. It's still three hours, three and a half hours. And, you know, how far can we spread where... Um, the trip is worthwhile for the students that they're seeing in person and it's worthwhile for the coach. Would we ever put coaches in those communities? I'm not there yet, but it's a possibility. I mean, AmeriCorps um, students are, uh, members are placed all over, but they would lose the support of the base, which is where they come every Friday.
1: Yeah, and would there be a challenge? I mean, these are uh, rural, often uh, farm-based communities uh, that, that, that there might be A barrier in terms of the person coming in is is more, seen more as an outsider. Is that a concern at all?
2: Seen more as an outsider in the university?
1: Uh, Seen more as an outsider in the community that they're trying to support in Eastern Oregon.
2: It hasn't been the case. We have great coaches. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Um, And certainly we don't go into any school system or any school unless we have the buy-in of the principal and the superintendent. We have one. We recruit in sophomore year, and I was. I'm reminded of. I think two years ago, the principal aggression wore a sandwich board around for a couple days, saying, (laughs) "Ask about college possible." And so, if you have that support, um, then it becomes something much more readily um, worth pursuing.
1: Julie, it seems like everything's just going incredibly well with college possible. Is that true? I mean, which is great. There's no reason that it shouldn't be. I think
2: the growth has been phenomenal. And I think what I say, um, every day I walk into this job and I am humbled by the work that is done. I'm humbled by the work that our coaches do. Um, and I'm humbled by the work of our students. And I believe that it works. It allows me to get up in the morning and know this is this is the right place to be because this works
1: it's, it's really exciting that, that uh, the successes that there have been in, uh, in six years, hundreds, literally hundreds of students, teenagers, have gone from probably not going to college to being in college. I think it's really exciting to think about the next six years.
2: I, I think our, when you say it's highly successful, I really, you know, we need to know what our graduation rates are and how successful we are in coaching our students through college. And so next year will be a turning, you know, a tipping point for us. Is our college coaching strong enough? Do we need deeper relationships with the university so that our students are considered? Um, And we don't have the strongest state for financial packages. Um, Minneapolis has hundreds of colleges, it seems, right around the area. And with a 17-year history, there's closer partnerships with the colleges, and that has to be our future.
1: Julia Mancini is Executive Director for College Possible. Thank you so much for coming in and talking to us. I know you'd said before we went on the air that you were, you were nervous. Was it, was it as, as painful as you totally. expected? Totally. No. <laughs> <laughs>
2: no, it was fine.
1: Thank you so much. And if people want to find out or if they want to support College Possible, what's the best way to do that?
2: They should call me at 971 407 2961 or call. Call College Possible and ask to talk to me or any. Yeah, call me. I'd love to meet with you.
1: Thank you, Julie. Thank you, Phil.
3: And the caravan is on its way. I can hear the merry gypsy play.
0: Special thanks to Beneficial State Bank for underwriting this show. If your organization or business is interested in underwriting, please email phil at mediamakingchange.org. The Nonprofit Happy Hour is a production of the Media Institute for Social Change and KXRY Radio, X-Ray FM. Our host is Phil Bussey. Our producer and editor is me, Rachel Miller-Howard archives of past shows can be found on our SoundCloud page. Questions, comments, or ideas about the show can be sent to info at mediamakingchange.org. Thanks for tuning in.
3: Let me hear the song. Switch on your electric light that we can get found to what is really wrong?